I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is it? Bienvenue. Mm. Come on, just channel Ratatouille. Bienvenue, Europe. That was dog shit. Bienvenue, Europe. That was crap. You do it. (laughs) Bienvenue, Europe. Yeah, that was class. You're listening. You have to say it now, though. To Brad (laughs) Baggins. What a nightmare about an intro. Accents always sound better in your head. <laughs> they they do, they really, really do. Um, welcome back to Bandwagons. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Can I uh, breathe? I actually have a lot of shit to plug if I can do it actually early on in case I forget. Do you want to do it for mini bandwagons? Because my mini bandwagons are kind of dog shit. <laughs> they're not dog yeah. shit, but they're not like actual things. So I think your stuff would be a good addition. When are they? Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, guys, they're good. No, they're good. End, yeah, we, you have to listen to the end because I have a lot of good... I'll remind you. I'm on, a, I'm on a couple of podcasts and I have another... Other, I have a podcast that I'm not on but that I have been involved in that I would like to shout out. Anyway, I, that's all. Um, hand, I watched a horror movie at nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> what did you watch? I watched Ma. <laughs> Is it good? Flat you out, I am. You're, you're like literally 24-7 work and I'm like getting up and watching Ma. <laughs> Truly, like um, it yeah, I'm watching a lot of good. I'm watching a lot of Real Housewives New York, and yeah. I don't like it, Fanula. I'm on season three. Do and I, I do not enjoy it. They're all freaks. Have you got to Luann's song yet? Elegance no. is learned, my no. friend. I hate Luann. I can't believe you don't. Why don't you like it? I love Ramona, and I loved Bethany up until season three. Um, and I loved Jill up until season three, and now I hate them all except Ramona. And I actually I'm starting to like Alex and Simon. Yeah, it's through season. I hate season it. Season. Have you have you watched Scary Island yet? No. You need to stick with it until that. It's just like the first five episodes of season three are just the th- like all of them just fighting about the same thing over and back and having to sit beside each other at fashion shows for hours. Like, I know, but it's so boring. That's, and I, but how can you say that when when you compare it to Beverly Hills and they got a whole fucking season about Dorit giving back a dog? But that's because they're just so much more glamorous and interesting in Beverly Hills and better looking and just like I actually oh, care. I care about Jesus, them in Beverly oh, Hills. Back. Yeah, I am excited I'm just for the new season. In a bad mood. Uh, I'm so excited. I think for the you new are season. in a bit of a bad mood. It, it is like New York is a bit problematic. Like, but I can't. I thought you'd be bed into it. I'm obsessed. I I really we're all obsessed here. I have everyone watching it. Keen's like, when are we watching Jill Zarin and the charity event for Christmas? Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin and Bobby Zarin. Zarin Fabrics. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I love Jill, but like they're just I don't think anything is actually real in this now. I think they're just fighting for the sake of it. Which I, I thought the I thought the complete opposite then. I thought it was so real. Okay. Way more real than Bev Hills, I think. And the clothes and all are disgusting. I, think, I just hate it. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But the Beverly Hills is, clothes are disgusting too sometimes. There are some of their day wears sure, violent. All Kyle wears is fucking moo moo. Yeah. Kyle's stuffy is violent. 
I'm buzzing to see Kathy. Yeah. Why didn't she get an intro? Maybe they're saving it for the big reveal. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she comes in a bit later. Um, Kyle had a thing up today and she was like, I'm so excited for you to get to know Kathy better. She's so funny. And I was like, this she's either she is either really funny or not funny at all. Mm. Like Kyle saying someone is funny doesn't exactly no. fill me with joy. No. Did you see there the other day that apparently um they were at they were at the same restaurant, Kyle and uh, Lisa Vanderpump, and Lisa Vanderpump sent the bill to Kyle. Oh. And someone came up and asked her to autograph a picture of like the Real Housewives, and LVP like signed it and put crosses through the other girls' faces. She is too much. She is too and much. people are like commenting, being though. like, "This didn't happen," and and Kyle commented, being like, "Yes, it did. I was there." <laughs> oh my god, it's very funny. Anyway, I can't it? wait. And I don't know. No, I don't think so. Anyway, I watched. I think Ma. she dined in Dashed or something. I don't know. You watch Maya. Tell me how Ma was. Ma, it was a slow burn. I put it on to go asleep, which is stupid. Um, because I was at I nine really... in the morning. What are you talking? I didn't really sleep you last were... night. I was in a weird way. I was in a weird, like, kind of half hungover. Do you know when you just wake up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep? So I like mm. woke up at half three, couldn't go back to sleep till half five, and then had to get up at half seven to do the school run or to go in and check the fucking toy aisles in Tesco before she went to school to see if there was a certain squishmallow there because the toy aisles opened this morning. So anyway, not relevant, but I was very tired. and Not cranky relevant at all. And came back and watched Ma and it was good. But like the end, it just really, it is a real slow burner. And then the end is just like pow, pow, pow. An uncomfortable watch all around. Um, what is it on Netflix? It just got added to Netflix. Yeah, I remember wanting to see it when it came out. Um, yeah. So yeah, it there's it's that girl that um she's in Booksmart. She kind of looks like a young Julia Roberts. She's not uh, one of the main girls in Booksmart. She's the gal that hooks up with one of the main girls in the bathroom at the house party. I couldn't tell you, Billy Lord. I don't know. She looks like a young Julia Roberts. She's beautiful. Um, what a cool name. Uh, That's her. I'll send it in chat here. Hang on. She's like Carrie Fisher's daughter. No, 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 so not, she her. Has green not her. Queens. No, not her. Not her. Okay. No. Do you remember in She's like, Booksmart? My work group chat. Oh, I'm going to find it. I don't remember a lot of Booksmart. I'm going to be honest. For, well, like when I say that, I mean, I remember Booksmart, but I don't remember. A I watch Booksmart like once girls. a month. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 why is that so funny to you I don't know I don't know sounds like I'm making that up but it's, it's true Diana Silver why why would you watch it once a month it's Diana so Silvers. good this guy Diana Silvers I honestly hang on oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh she, and they're shagging in the bathroom yes yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I said she's a young Julia yeah, but I still do. oh yeah 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 yeah. what else is big she big lips um Diana what is she in? Oh, she's, she's in Space, Space Force. Force. I watched like an episode of that. What a terrible show. Oh my God. How did that get made? Ma, get... Ma only got 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. I should have looked that up first. What to save oh, myself desperate. two hours. Anyway, I'll tell you what she's not in. The Orvision. The Orvision. Yeah. yeah, she's not. Um, So we put it to you guys. Um, you came back with some interesting suggestions. <laughs> um, Including the HSE hack. Which... <laughs> Listen, no, I'm not really sure. Cybercrime, absolutely a bandwagon. Not one that we'd encourage anyone to get on. Well, I read out some um, of the funny suggestions, other suggestions we got in, because some of them, like someone suggested The weekend. <laughs> I think it was The Rapper. No, I but... think that, no, I, yeah. They obviously meant The Rapper. They didn't the days. <laughs> they didn't, hi, can you do a podcast that talks about Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It's Friday, then, it's Saturday, Sunday, what? Um, The Menendez Brothers. <laughs> Who are the Menendez brothers? Oh, they were like some murders. Um, Chrissy Teigen revisited. Re- more re- people really, really wanted more renting stories. Drug abuse in Ireland. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at that. But like, no, I'm not laughing at that either. I'm just like, I'm laughing at people thinking we could make that funny. Um, we can't. Drug abuse. Is we serious. cannot. Yeah. The Chrissy Teigen stuff. Listen, we probably will have to come back and revisit that at some point. But that's also incredibly dark. And to be honest. In fairness to a listener, I'm pretty sure they flagged that with us at the time. Um, and I can't remember if we spoke about it or not. But yeah, I was just like, I can't. It's bad. Look it up yourself if you're interested. The boom. Someone. Uh, there's 
It's such a large piece of fluff in my eye. The boom. Yeah. We, yeah. I feel like that's more Patreon though, it's isn't it? the HSE hack, the Brits, random, but Olivia Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Coleman, we could do an episode on. Uh, Benifer came up a lot, which we did, like you did really want to do. Well, we, maybe we still will. Um, we still, yeah. Emigrating, reigning in the years, gals in sport. Shadow and Bone on Netflix. I mean, I've actually heard a lot about Shadow and Bone because it was a book series as well. I refuse to watch it, but I have heard it's very good. Ben Barnes is in it. Sexy Ben Barnes. Who's Ben Barnes? You know, fucking Prince Caspian. What's that? From Narnia? Narnia. Narnia, yeah. Um, I don't remember having any He's sexual in feelings towards Nast- Narnia. Ben. He was like, Narnia's. when he came in, it was like, oh my, Narnia is full of rights. We need to be paying yeah, attention. He is, he is sexy. Forget this lion witch and wardrobe. He's a stardust. Fucking hell. That Gary Barlow. Yeah, song. you and me, we can light up the sky. Anyway, um, we are flip flopping around the Eurovision. Should we, we should do Stardust for a movie club? Yeah. You're not going to drink anymore because you get like this and then I uh, sponge off it. And then we have the What's same you get energy. Like this? I'm always like this. No, you're, you're worse when you've been drinking. Worse? So how? Like, how so? Worse you, your way? brain is just like duh, 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 like cannot you don't know where you are you're seeing colours I don't know my Linda can't Martin's really focus on Johnny Logan's yeah no you're dead right you are dead right um, anyway we're, we are we are talking about the Eurovision a stranger to do it as we keep saying obviously because um, it's a very different ceremony obviously it didn't happen last year well it happened but not as we usually know it it was more kind of like a celebration it wasn't a competition the competition element is back this year. Real winner um, was music. But it's very scaled down. Yeah, because of um, the Global Panini. So, um, do you want me to... Do you have... Oh. Oh. Well, you got, go do on. You, will you tell me how it started? No, I Please. thought you were going to do that. Oh, fuck. Was I? Yeah. But it's fine. I can oh, get it shit. in. <laughs> right. Eurovision um, Song Contest. <clears throat> what? Uh, well, well, hang on. While you're pulling that together, let's talk about our... Uh, earliest memories of Eurovision oh um, yeah absolutely I would love to I remember 62 I'm trying to think like Mickey Joe Hart probably would have been the most like I was involved and ex- well no sorry that's not true like you were involved and excited <laughs> you couldn't say you were involved and excited with Mickey Joe Hart <laughs> no not like you that you are such like a liar <laughs> Let's start that rumor. No, I was involved. That's... I was six. <laughs> what Leave year was that? Club. Fuck, I need, I need to Google that. For you no, it was 2003. It was 2003. How old was I in 2003? 2003. Seven. I was eight, actually. You weren't eight well, yet because it was the May. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Quick maths. Fucking the correction hour. Anyway, that was the first, like, I obviously knew about the song contest but that was the first time I like cared because I was really into the song obviously really into Mickey Joe Hart and I'd watched You're a Star yeah um, and I think I watched it nearly every year after that but I haven't watched it properly I would say in the last maybe three to four years yeah. do you remember when you started watching? yeah it's like one of my childhood like big memories from my childhood is Eurovision like having to watch it every year um, I remember making my family come home from my communion party early because it was the same night as Eurovision and I remember sitting on the couch watching I don't know if we had to come home early yet. we came home from like the hotel or whatever after dinner yeah, and I was just like lying again I was yeah probably Um, and I just wanted to had to get home in time for Eurovision sat on the couch in my communion dress bed into Eurovision like that was that was the highlight of my day that was the peak and I remember also, I just went and asked mom about this and she doesn't remember it at all, but we used to have a CD, like, and I don't know what the, the CD was or what, like, combination of songs were on it, but Book's Fizz was on it, that, like, Making Your Mind Up song. Mind Up, yeah. And I was like, a very small child, I would put that song on over and over and over and I would dance to it in the kitchen and I was bad into it. I love those. That like, is a cracking tune. The yeah. UK have never done a better entry than that. Bar maybe a Pizza Hut, a Pizza Hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken. They did not. McDonald's, yeah. Was that an actual Eurovision? Did you song? not know that? No. Yeah, do you I not know that? that? Like, a, like an urban legend song, like a no. schoolyard uh, song. Pizza Hut. Fast food song by Fast Food Rockers. Oh, yeah. Jesus. 
That is I'll tell you about them later on. You need to tell me about um, how it started first. The Eurovision Song Contest. The Concours Eurovision de la Chanson. En français. <laughs> Don't know why it's only in French. It's an international song competition organized annually by the European Broadcasting Union, which features participants representing primarily European countries. Each participating country submits an original song to be performed live on live television and radio, transmitted to national broadcasters via the EBU's networks, um, with competing countries then casting votes for the other countries. Uh songs to determine a winner hmm. based hmm. on the San Remo music festival held in Italy since 1951 Eurovision has been held annually apart from 2020 um, since 1956 making it the longest running annual international televised music competition and one of the world's longest running television programs one I'd love to know what runs longer than that Le Le Chol, probably the, the news yeah, not the news, obviously. But um, so yeah, what else do you want to know? Do um the scoring system. Yeah, talk me through the scoring system because that's so, obviously that's very controversial. Yeah, so each participating broadcaster sends one original song of three minutes duration or less to be performed live by a singer or group of up to six people, age sixteen or older. Each country awards two sets of one to eight. 10, 1 to 8 and 10 and 12 points to their favourite songs based on the views of an assembled group of music professionals and the country's viewing public with the song receiving uh, the most points declared the winner and then they have like an interval like performance kind of based around the host country's culture um, and if you win basically you get to host it the next year basically Remember the year? Did Madonna do an interval act at Eurovision before? With just with Justin. Madonna... Justin with Justin. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yeah. Madonna. No, I no, I, that was Quavo. That was actually in 2019. Hmm. Justin Timberlake was not there. Did he do one as well? Oh, this was in Israel. This was this is why I did not know that this happens. Was Justin Timberlake there? Did he do one as well? I feel like he appeared somewhere. Justin, oh, he could have done, yeah, hang on. Justin Timberlake, Eurovision. I think he did Can't Stop the Feeling. Yeah. For the first time in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest, a non-contestant global superstar entered the stage at the 2016 Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, I remember hating it. I was like, get off the stage, Justin. Yeah, there was kind of no need. No. Um, Australia obviously joined in 2015, which was a bit mental. Um, Competed five times. They're not competing this year, obviously, because of the pandemic, they all decided that it was probably not safe to travel and everything else. Yeah. Um, do you remember Dami in in 2016? Mm, no. Sound of Silence? Ooh. It beats to the sound of silence. She came second. Oh, no, then I don't. I, did, I thought I did until you sang it. And now I'm so, and it was, it was only supposed to be um, a one-off event. Yeah. Um, but then they just decided, look, we'll, we'll throw them in. Um, because it's really popular over there. Like the broadcaster, obviously they brought they've broadcast over there since 1983. The the contest, and it gets like good viewing figures. Probably on during the um, day for them. Is it on? Could well be, yeah. Um, I, and then they were allowed voting it from 2010 to 2014 okay. in the finals. Um, however, these votes were not counted at the actual contest and did not affect the overall result. What the fuck was the point then? <laughs> yeah. Here, I have a little quiz um, about Eurovision that'll just like test your knowledge before we get into anything. Okay. Do you want it? Do you want it? Of course. You want some? You want you some? Want, you want some? Yeah. Okay. Question number one. This is from the RT Entertainment section of their website. Um, question number one. How many countries took part in the first ever Eurovision in 1956? 27, 17 or 7? 17. Oh, I've actually just realized that um, I won't know the answers until I submit all the answers. So let's go 17. Well, for Christ's sake. And then I'll just tell you what right, you got right, right, wrong or right at the okay. end. Cease at okay. 17. Okay. Ireland is still the most successful at the competition with seven wins. But who has six wins? Sweden, Great Britain or France? Sweden. Yeah, I think it might be Sweden. Uh, it's when... hardly Great Britain. No. And I don't really remember anyone from France. 
When and where did Ireland make its debut in the contest? Was it 1982 in Dublin, 1965 in Naples, or 1974 in London? 1965 in, in Naples. Pink. In Naples. Uh, Napoli. With, with which song did ABBA win the contest for Sweden in 1974? Mamma Mia. Waterloo. Yeah. Waterloo. Um, who famously whipped their skirts off mid-performance in 1981? Fox she is on a roll, folks. Um, during which contest was Riverdance first performed as the Interval Act? 1994 in the Point Theatre in Dublin, 1993 in Mill Street in Cork, or 1971 in the Gaiety in Dublin? The second one, 1994 in Dublin. No, that was the first sorry. one. Sorry, the first one, the first one. Sorry, that's my um, point. What famous, I don't, I actually genuinely do not know the answer to this. What famous chef did Dustin the Turkey beat to represent Ireland in 2008? Nevin Maguire, Donald Skeehan or Rachel Allen? It was Donald Skeehan. Do you remember with his band? No. Was it industry? I got a ticket. Don't care how much I have to pay. My baby's waiting. Do you not remember that song? That might not have been the song that they entered to Eurovision, but like he fully had a band called industry. Industry Mm. band. Ireland. Hang on. I was like, this has to be a mistake. Okay, before you carry on, we do need to talk about this. So it was Donsky and Morgan Dean, Michelle McGrath and Britton Lee Hutton. Um, the band had two number one hit singles uh, in the Irish singles chart. My Baby's Waiting, which I just sang, and Burn, which I don't remember. I'm going to be totally honest. Um, where does it say about... In 2009, they were supporting act for the Pussycat Dolls at Fitzgerald Stadium, Killarney. Like that. Insane. Um, Morgan was a presenter on The Den. Where does it say about... Um, oh, sorry, hang on. On He attempted to... Re- oh, yeah. Oh, it was just him. Sorry, it actually wasn't industry at all. I went on a... It was just on skin. Sorry. But he was okay. a singer and that's how he started. And okay. his song was uh, Double Cross My Heart, composed by Joel Humlin, Oscar Gores and Charlie Manson. Oh my God. Charles Manson himself. Yeah, I'm asking about Charles Manson. Okay, question number eight. How many times has Australia participated in the contest? Five, three, or nine? Five, as we just covered. Celine Dion won Eurovision in 1988 with Ne Patre Pas San Moi for which country? England, France, or Switzerland? Um, Switzerland. Question 10. What What happened during Suri's performance in 2018? All the lights went out. There was an invader on the stage or she forgot the lyrics. There was an invader on the stage. Wasn't that UK? Yeah, I think so. Um, Number 11. Ireland has famously won the Eurovision the most times, but how many times have we come second? Four, six or three? Four? That's a pure guess. Who was the youngest ever Eurovision winner? Sandra Kim from Belgium in 1986, Nicole from Germany in 1982, or Natalie Pack from France in 1989? Oh, I'll have to guess this one. Natalie Pack. Poor Norway has become a running joke at Eurovision for ending last more than any other country. How many times have they achieved this feat? Do I have options? Sorry, no. six, 11, or four? 11. Has to be 11. Um, 14. Which Irish journalist co wrote Dervish's tw- der- 2007 entry, They Can't Stop the Spring, which finished last that year? Was it Eamon Dunphy, John Waters, or Barry Egan? I cannot remember. And I remember watching that Lay Lay thing. They can't stop the spring. It was such an alive old song. Um, was it John Waters? I think John Waters is a bad man now. He definitely is. Uh, final question. Johnny Logan's old mate Dickie Rock was Ireland's entry in 1966. But what was the song called? Come Back to Bray, Come Back to Stay, or Come Back in Black? Come, bla- come Back in Black. It really? was written by John Waters. What the fuck? Would you let me John Waters. submit? Sorry. He's so that man is evil. You got no wonder he wrote that song. Twelve out of fifteen, right? So the first, uh, the first ever Eurovision, um, twenty-seven. Con- no, hang on. Well, I got we said seventeen. I think only seven took part in the first one. It won't tell me the right answer for some reason. 
That's so anyway, I got it's not 17 it and it's not 27 because that's too many. So let's just say it was seven. Um, we did. We got the youngest ever winner wrong, and we got the comeback in black wrong because it was clearly come back to stay. That's the only real. I right, come back to black sounded um. Fairly Who was the youngest then. Eurovision winner? We don't know. Just it wasn't Natalie Pack, but it oh, won't give you the <laughs> No, I don't know why. What a stupid quiz, RT. Come on. Before we get into, before we get down memory lane, have you heard about the American one that's happening? No. Because this is so not Amer- a thing in, in America at all. Like my brother was over there and he was talking about it to someone and they were like, have you ever heard of this thing called Eurovision? And he was like, yes, of course. Like it's not really a thing in America unless you're like actively go looking for it. Yeah. Unless you're like, yeah. A unless fan, you're a fan like, kind yeah. of from the off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're doing their own thing. It's called the American Song Contest. It's been in development since 2019. And it's going to be broadcast um, on NBC this summer. I'm sure we'll get it somewhere. Maybe RT will get it. Um, and it's every state um, competing against each other in the same way. And then on top of that, you have Washington, D.C., American Samoa, Guam, the Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. I have um, no interest in that. Do you? Oh, literally. Minus it, interest. I couldn't care. Like No, it won't be good. Um, like I just... I think because like it'll be like the All Ireland Talent Show. Like it's all you're all from the yeah, one place. It, you're all going to yeah. sound the same. Well, no, like they're not. But I don't think they're. It's you're going to have the same variety that you would with you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's not going to be as like. It's a, yeah, they're not gonna, all going to sound the same. But like, I just yeah, it won't be as varied as it sh- as it should be to make it interesting. Mm. Mm. So there you go. Um, the fave. Do you know who the favorites are for this year? Oh, I do actually. But are you are you going to tell me? I just have them in front of me while I yeah read, read them. Out. <laughs> yeah. So the current bookies top ten is as follows. I like these kind of vary from site to site. So I think this is what it stands as the, at the minute. Um, France is number one with um best odds eleven to four. Malta. Well, sorry. Should we talk about the big the big six? Because France is part of the big six, isn't it? Yeah, France, Italy. Um, Spain, Portugal, the UK, and Germany is it? Yeah, and whoever's won. So like, sorry, yeah, it's, it's seven. gonna be who am I putting in? The oh, sorry, it's the big five. So what is that like? Sorry, France, Spain, six. Germany, UK, and whoever's won. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. What's what is the big? No, five? Italy. Sorry, as well. So the big five, formerly big four, are the group of countries who make the biggest financial contributions to the European Broadcasting Union, which is who puts on um the Song Contest. Um, in 2007, a rule was created to allow these countries direct entry into the final of the Eurovision Song Contest so they don't participate in the semifinals. Um, Italy joined the contest in, or they came back to the contest in 2011. So that's when the big four became the big five. So as you said, we have France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Britain, um, and then the win, whoever's won. from the They league. all get a pass. Yeah. Interesting. That's why we'll never win again because we just can't even get past the semis but I well I think there's been a lot of change in terms of whatever with the music and whatever I do think there's a move back towards like actually voting for a good song song. I don't know Italy I saw Italy was one of the favourites to win and I went and looked it up and it was like a pure rock like heavy rock and I didn't enjoy it and I was like how this year yeah I was like how and then like the French one is just like very just very I just found it very boring I found last year's winner. I didn't realize it's that arcade song that you'd hear on TikTok. I knew it from TikTok because I didn't watch the 2019. Well, it wouldn't Eurovision. have been. No one won last year. Did they? No, this is 2019. Oh yeah. So this is still like they're the most recent winner. Yeah. Um, but that's like a proper like ballad. You know the song. It's like all I know, loving you is a losing game. Yeah. It's not yeah, like. Yeah. It's really not typical. He had a big performance. I think he had a very big production, from what I remember, or like a good yeah. production. Um, yeah, I, I. So you're saying France or Italy? Sorry, where are my winners? Where are my favorites? France, Malta, Switzerland, Italy are the top four. We're, I think, number twenty-three. So you know, you never know. What do you think of this year's entry? <clears throat> Maps. I I think it's better than the song yeah. we were putting forward last year. Absolutely. I think it's way better than the story of my life. Yeah. And I like story of my life. And I like the video. I didn't I... hate story of my life. And I lo- and I loved 
the video. Yeah. But when you like, I just think maps is it's more it's more your modern, vision. I think. Yeah, but yeah, but still kind of your vision. There was something and about like more catchy. More yeah, like earwormy. Yeah, no, I did. This is the way back home. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. No, she's good. I have like high hopes for her doing well. Like obviously we just we just don't win it anymore for like multiple reasons, but um yeah, I can see her I can see her doing well with it. I can see her getting to the final with it. Hopefully. I think we'll definitely qualify. Yeah. The the last um, act to do well for us was Jedward. And they never let which us Which is just it. well like which is not it's not mad because uh, like I liked both of the songs. Yeah, they were class. and they're so and they're like so demented. I controversial, maybe controversial opinion. I actually think Waterline was better. Yeah, Waterline is a tune. I am close to the waterline. Good I Lord. loved how one of them was always like a beat off. Yeah, maybe like as a one. Yeah, and ju- dancing even like one of them would do everything like half a half a second quicker. Um, Malta is another fave to win. I'm seeing here. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you say Malta? Sorry. Destiny. Um, I didn't listen to it. I don't think, though. Uh, um, if I won the, the lotto, I think I would go to Eurovision. That's how passionate yeah, I same. feel. It seems to be like such an event. Do you see Flo Ride is in it this year as well? In it? He Well, he's on San Marino's entry. Interesting. So the song is called... Uh, Adrelina by the artist Senhish. Um, How's he getting away with that? Fluoride. This is what I don't get. They were just pissed off away from Eurovision and like enjoy their global success. Fluoride features on the track and is expected to appear on stage on the night. He hasn't yet taken part in rehearsals with Senhish saying it'll be a surprise if he shows up on the night. Watch this space. Oh, go away. Go away. Like, you have it all. Let, Let us have Eurovision. Breed Fluoride does nobodies. not have it all. What do you define <laughs> as having it all? Because Fluoride does not have that. Fluoride does not need Eurovision, and Eurovision does not need him. So I just want him far away from it. If we didn't want Justin Timberlake, and we didn't really want Madonna, get out of here. I don't want it. Yeah, I want to return this please. Um, uh, the Eurovision though has made like global stars out of people. Yeah. Um, other than Flo Rida. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you name any of them or do you want me to? I Well, I have a list here of like some of the winners. And even when I was going through it, I was like, and obviously we did it with the quiz. Like you'd forget like Celine Dion was in it. And yeah. obviously like ABBA. Like Bonnie because Tyler. they're, yeah, like their success like kind of supersedes them now. Like Lulu was in yeah. the UK at one point. Olivia Newton-John before Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Katrina um, and the Waves. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Last ketchup. Oh We're last ketchup in the Eurovision? Yeah. What? Dude, for doing what? Last ketchup. Axe failed to win. Cliff Richard, last ketchup. Cliff oh, Richard was the other one. Engelbert oh, they did. Blo- last ketchup did Bloody Mary in 2006. Legends. Mega go. legends. Uh, oh my God. So it's it's three sisters in Last Ketchup. And then in 2006, they were joined by their fourth sister. Um, Love that. Very, very Jones do, Brothers. To do Eurovision. The group has not released any singles since 2006, but still performs publicly together around Spain and in other countries. Good Step thing. into the light, Last Ketchup. <laughs> Last Ketchup. Um, I said a hey. I also said a ha. Um, 
Well, I uh, sorry. Uh, before we get into like other people, the, the independent.co.uk like ranked all of the Eurovision winners. Can you guess what's number one of all time? Give me the, give me the, yeah, give me the top three. Are any of them Irish? No. Oh fuck! And then I um, Abba. Abba is one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Abba Waterloo. Sweden, um, 1974. Conchita? Two. Conchita is three. So Conchita <gasps> did Rise Like a Phoenix, represented uh, Austria in 2014. And then... The guy with the fiddle. What's his name? Probably Alexander Ryback. I actually don't think he's on the With a fairy tale. I don't care. That's my mind. That's my we we were all so wet for Alexander Ryback when he was on. He was we just, were all like, he was like, give me a bit of him. He was like singing and really good at the fiddle. Yeah, he was. And hot, anyway, like, triple threat. It was it was Laureen. What you of course, my favorite song ever. Oh, I'm such a dumb bitch. We're going up, 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 up. we talk about Alexander Ryback though, as you mentioned him. Yeah, and while I have the page up, so he um is a Belarusian Norwegian singer composer. It's funny when you talk about because I didn't realize Norway is as bad as it was, and he um, won for Norway, and he won for Norway in two thousand and nine. Maybe that's why um, it was such a big deal at the time. Um, and his song "Fairy Tale" that we just butchered um, got the highest tally any country has achieved in the history of your origin under the then voting system. It's changed since. Legend. Um, with three hundred eighty-seven points, and he wrote and composed the song, and he was twenty-three. Oh my He's god! The youngest solo male winner of the contest, and the only Belarusian-born winner. All of a sudden, I feel sick. His win was celebrated all across Europe for crushing stereotypes about the contest, such as needing an over-the-top performance and the negative influence of neighbor voting. Um, he represented Norway in 2018 with That's How You Write a Song. Um, and then he finished 15th. That was a bad oh, song. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Um, he was the opening act in 2010 for the grand final. And he was an interval act in 2012 and 2016. Um, so there you go. What has he done since? I hear you ask. Step um, into the light. What's his name? <laughs> Why do you keep saying step into the light? I just think it's funny. <laughs> Step into the light. Um, What's his name? Norwegians. Norwegians. Yeah, Norwegians had voted. Uh, Fairy Tale is their all-time favorite Eurovision song. Um, he doesn't really seem to be doing much of them in it. Children's musical that I can't pronounce. Um, would they live off that? The royalties or that? No, I don't think you. What do you win? Do you win like financial gains? Do you win money? That's a great. I don't think so. I question. feel like that's against the spirit of Eurovision. Eurovision Song Contest Surely you have to win something What the fuck is the prize And if you win Winner. I don't think like you win I feel like it's it goes to like the homeland The government the gets homeland, it would you get, The government don't get it Sorry a, isn't If it, I go into the Eurovision Mia Martin is not getting anywhere near my money How dare you <laughs> No isn't it the um, That's the whole thing The winning artists and songwriters Receive a trophy Which since 2008 Has followed a standard design A handmade piece of sandblasted glass oh, yeah. Painted details In the shape of a 1950s style microphone This is shite That's it um, How much could you sell that for the trophy is typically presented by the previous year's winners. Others who have handed out the awards in the past include representatives from the host broadcaster or the EBU. And exactly like the or, or like the Rose of Trilly. Um, but I'm sure it's kind of like obviously publicity and everything. You, yeah, like that's where you make your. Isn't the whole thing with um, Ireland like even if we won the Eurovision, we couldn't afford to host it. I think that was the running joke during like the recession. I feel like we'd probably we're doing great now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like back in the dark I feel days. Like, I feel like this government. I feel like they'd find a few bob under the couch or something to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, you couldn't turn it down, Jesus. You'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I, like you couldn't. Like, oh. I wonder has anyone uh, refused or not been able to? <clears throat> I'm so giddy. Yeah, I'd I'm say so. Too. Um, will we talk um, Johnny Logan yeah tell me about Johnny Logan we were privileged we've had the quintessentially Irish experience of being in the Late Late Show audience while Johnny Logan was a guest on the Late Late Show <laughs> that came up that came up on my Instagram memories the other day and it's just it's just a photo of you bizarre. that I took of you on the sly and it's just a somebody it's crying just like a, no it's like a quote over it from you that said I can't believe I saw Johnny Logan's bulge <laughs> 
You were the tightest trousers, do you remember? He was, and he could barely walk. He had to be escorted onto the set. What I emailed I when Johnny Logan on once, that. and he got back to me. Um, he's very What nice. was that for? For the, we did the DC Eurovision in college, and we were like, "Would you come and be the halftime act?" And he was just like, "I would love to," but I'm actually he performs in Germany quite a bit, and he literally it sounded like him writing back. He was like, "I would love this, but I'm I will be on tour in Germany, but best of luck." And like, really, really nice. And then we got good old Mickey Joe. Yeah, Mickey anyway, Joe. so we were fine. Talk, talk to me about Johnny Logan. So Johnny remains the only artist to have won multiple Eurovision titles as a performer, winning the contest for Ireland in 1980 with "What's Another Year," written by Shay Healy, and in 1987 with the self-penned "Hold Me Now." Um, he was also the winning songwriter in 1992 for Linda Martin. He wrote Why Me and has therefore achieved three contest victories as either a performer or a writer. For a long time... What the time, fuck did rock and roll kids happen though? Yeah, but he had no... like he, it, No, they won. But like... And like I Am The Voice and Neve Kavna won. But like Johnny Logan had no input in those songs. He had no hand in them. He has Are three you? wins under his belt. Two as a rock performer on. and one as a writer. Johnny Logan Is didn't he write rock and roll. No, kids? no. What? No. Oh there's, that's two other God. men. That is two other men. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Doesn't even sound like him. Sounds like a duet. <laughs> we have <laughs> rock and roll. I feel like he's always singing, though, is he not? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, he does the medley. Anyway, I do he like the other medleys. Um, do you remember Hold Me Now is better than um, the other one <clears throat> yeah I listened to What's them both before yeah they're great they are great songs um, yeah so that's what did you start saying I was going to say do you remember Own Luke performing Hold Me Now in college and he's <laughs> like Own Luke I love you but you are tone deaf <laughs> and it was <laughs> one of the happiest moments of my whole life it was so good oh I don't think he listens he I don't think listens. so either it's fine um, um, he's not going to be mad no he maybe he will be tell you what he can play the spoons if he tries to tell me that he can him. sing I will physically fight him um, who who else um, let's talk about Conchita will yeah we? Conchita was because like I think well yeah but I think kind of people underestimate or definitely me anyway or like if you're not kind of if you're not a big Eurovision fan or you're not a big drag fan you kind of wouldn't realize how much of a platform it's been for like drag artists yeah um I, I mean I suppose it, like it seems obvious because it goes so hand in hand but like um you remember the guy remember the the act they did it for uh, Ukraine and they were all like silver and like robots mm-hmm. yeah um, that was a drag act um, Verka Sardushka um, that's like their yeah it's not really a thing. thing it's just like another act you know oh yeah 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 like in it's your not vision like... it's never like apart from when oh, Conchita not... won how do you mean I feel like when Conchita won it was more of a conversation about like um, the her appearance and Whereas, like, now I feel like it's just, like, and this act is, like, this act and you don't really question it. I don't really know. Well, yeah. and I, Yeah. Yeah. So, Conchita won in 2014 Rise Like a Phoenix, as we mentioned. Um, uh, real name is Thomas Newworth. And then the stage persona is Conchita Worst. Um, like, incredible voice. Was on, like, singing contests in Austria. Um and uh, was selected obviously to represent Austria in 2014 um established her as a gay icon uh, yeah so since kind of performed a pride and stuff great song and again kind of like bucked the trend of you know again where it was kind of like a big power ballad yeah for like 2014 you know what I mean um yeah. but like of course like there were protests because people are fucking the way they are. Um, and like Conchita obviously wasn't like the first person from the LGBTQ community who had like Dana International obviously won in 1998 for Israel. Um, I suppose what made Conchita different was that it was the most like gender queer aesthetically, just as you said, like with like 
you're kind of presenting as a woman, but you have a beard and it's not like yeah. performing or conventional. And so beautiful that people were like, I am so sexually confused. Yeah. Um. So obviously proved controversial for conservative groups, like particularly in Eastern Europe. Um, there was like petitions to have her pulled from the context. Um, like some groups called it, um, like there was a Russian politician who called it like blatant propaganda of homosexuality, which is just like, God forbid. Uh, Armenia's entry for the contest, uh, Aram MP3 stated that New Earth's lifestyle was not natural and that he should decide whether he was a man or a woman. Um, New Earth hit back. I told him I don't want to be a woman. I am just a working queen and a very lazy boy at home. <laughs> uh, Aram subsequently apologized, stating that his prior comments had been intended to be a joke. Yeah, good one. Um, uh, and then, yeah, and then obviously went on to win, won the competition with 290 points. Um, uh, this was Austria's first Eurovision win since 1966. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, what an icon. An icon and a legend. Yeah. She was the moment. Um, she's done it. Like, she's modelled for Jean-Paul Gaultier since. Um, like, she's performed at the United, United Nations. Um, obviously, has released her own music as well. Um, and he, she now kind of, like, splits. So she is, like, there's, like, Conchita and, like, Thomas performs himself as Thomas Newark. Um, or under, sorry, he's under the name worst so he does like kind of different music there for sony and stuff um he's hiv positive which he's spoken about um and he's actually currently a judge on the a drag reality tv series called queens of drag alongside heidi klum and bill Kalutz. cool Sounds i'm like... not sure where that's on and sh- and he's in um he's in the netflix the Eurovision movie Oh yeah, there's some cameos. There are some good cameos in that movie. I enjoyed that film. I did not. Okay. okay. Maybe I need to go back and watch it. It's. I just think it was just so camp. Yeah, yeah, ding dong, Jaja ding dong. Oh my god, what a banger! I may maybe I need to go back to it. I don't know. I just kept. I think being it's a pinch of salt. Of yeah, maybe I don't know. Um. We should give shout outs to the other people other than Johnny Logan who also won the Eurovision for us. Um, Dana did it first in 1970 with all kinds of everything. Then of course Johnny Logan in 1980 and 1987 as I said. Linda Martin in 1992 um, with Why Me. Neve Kavna with In Your Eyes in 1993. <coughs> we were on a streak. And then Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan with Rock and Roll Kids in 1994. And then Emer Quinn with uh, The Voice in 1996 was the last win for us for a long time I used to say why don't we just send Johnny Logan again like people would love it and we'd win but that's just like saying why don't we print more money I think yeah I think so it's not a it's not a very like cut and dry solution it's so like but this is the thing like on paper like maps should do very well is the yeah. thing. Yeah. It's so hard to predict anymore because it's not necessarily like, I don't think the neighbor voting and the blo- the like European block voting plays into it as much anymore, but it's kind of hard. If you look back at like the selection of winners, like even we, like we talked about fairy tale and then you'd like Lena obviously doing yeah. like satellite and like Ella Nikki from 2011 for Azerbaijan. Like for where it's for Azerbaijan, <laughs> and then you had that. Do you remember that one? Only teardrops for Denmark for 2013. Like they're all very different songs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it's like, hard to know like, what they're gonna know, go the, with. You know the way, da- like Daddy Frere, um, the Icelandic one, um, that went like super viral last year for Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. And everyone that wouldn't like, have won. Win. I th- no, I think it would have purely based off of the viral success of it. No, I don't think it but would. Like, I would have never. Oh, I think so. I, I think, think they don't. They they don't really ever tend to go with like what's leading in the charts and stuff. They tend to go with like one of the other favorites, but like not the one. Like it's never predictable. I don't really. know, Breach. That was everywhere. I know, but that's why. That that's why it wouldn't before. have won. 
No, I think that's the exactly jury, why it would have won. Because the jury vote now takes 50%. So like, even if the whole world voted for it, I don't think the juries would have given it to it. There are, he's representing this Iceland again this year with 10 years, which I'm going to be honest, I actually haven't... I feel like it's come heard. up on ads for me and like, it sounds kind of similar. But uh, I don't know enough to comment. Like, think about things went to number three in Ireland. I, I really, if I hear that song now, I will throw myself out the window. Um, it's overdone. Those TikTok songs really were a moment, and are the moment. Yeah. But sorry, what was my point? But anyway, even beyond like the viral success of it, whatever. If I like hadn't heard it and heard it on the night, I don't. I wouldn't have picked it as a winner. Yeah. Do you know? And it's, it's not that I don't yeah. like the song. I do. I, I do like. We have tickets to go see them for whenever they fucking play the Academy. But like, like there's no way I would have picked it. Yeah. And then I well, don't know. I don't think you could ever pick it. I don't think I like I watch it religiously every year and I would never hear the song hear a, a winning song and go that's going to win. It's all I'm always wrong. No, sometimes I think it's sometimes it is obvious. Like the year Laureen was on. That was so obvious. Like Alexander Ryback so obvious. It's obvious everything is clearer in hindsight. No, I think as the saying goes. No, I think those two years specifically, the rest of the years, maybe it was because I did, didn't have as much interest. Yeah. But like, maybe I just don't research uh, enough. I just sit down and do my own little scoring system in my head. And it's always our ways. Uh, uh, do you and know what? But if you're enjoying yourself. Listen, that's, that's on me. But like even Lordy, like that, they won in 2006 with Hard Rock Hallelujah finish. Oh my God, Everyone yes. Knows them, like the Slipknot looking fellas. Um formed in 1992 like how could you ever predicted that and like it was a good song but it was so so different so so different to anything you could have ever expected of your vision yeah you know we hold a few records even though we're not doing that well we do have a few records we, we are holding some records do you want to hear them yeah i do yeah um other the obvious one we have the most wins we have seven wins including three consecutive wins we Who was the have, second most wins? I think it's Sweden. Oh, did we? We did. We that was in the quiz. Second most wins, your Yeah, hang on. Um, we also have the uh, second place. We have one second place four times and third once. So that's a a lot. Um, we are one of the few countries to have achieved consecutive wins, and the only country to win consecutively three times. Um. So and we had four victories in five years, which is like we're the only people to do that. Woo! Um, we're the only country to host the contest consecutively, and one of eight countries never to turn down the chance to host the Eurovision Song Contest. So people do turn it down. Um, we would turn up to the opening of a fucking envelope. We really would. Um, we hold the record for most points from one country in a year, alongside France in the one point per juror voting system, achieving nine votes out of a possible 10 from Belgium in 1970. Um, Ireland has an average of 74 points per contest, the highest average two points above the United Kingdom. And during the first semi-final of the 2014 contest, it was revealed that duo Jedward hold two Eurovision records for the highest hair in both their hair and the biggest... Or the two Eurovision records for their highest hair and the biggest shoulder pads. There you go. Did you hear about this lad, Ralph Siegel? He's been in Eurovision 21 times. No, what the hell? Most recently recently in 2014. And he was the reason San Marino qualified for the first time ever in 2014. Um, He, oh no, sorry. He was in it in 2017 as well, but he didn't perform. He wrote the song for San Marino and he's won once in 1982 with the famous Ein uh, Bicken Frieden. I don't know that song, I'm going to be honest. Um, Lena, who we mentioned, yeah. won in 2010. Um, she decided to defend her home title um, and only her and one other person have done that in the history of the contest. It's Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. It's very rarely ever going to happen. I'd say that you, like these days... To give it to the same person two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm trying to... Any other, like, your favourite songs? Remember Fuego? That's, like, that only in the last couple of years. Um, 2018, yeah. 
I genuinely you you know I hold a big 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 space in my heart for We've Got the World. I know um, you do. Yeah. Simon Casey did go on to represent us in the Eurovision, though, didn't he? What like a few years saying? later. I couldn't tell you. Says everything really, doesn't it? Simon Casey. Eurovision. Yeah, should we send Nikki Bird? Like, we will send anyone. Do well. Uh, a better plan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That was really like I. I have a, a video. Oh my god, I'm going to root it out. I have a video from Mickey Joe. No, he's not in the Eurovision. It was when he won Eurostar. Never mind. I thought it was going to be his Eurovision performance, but I'm sure it's on YouTube. Never mind. Um, do you know the song "Fly on the Wings of Love"? Fly, baby, fly. Fly. That was um a Eurovision song. Yeah, by was it the Rock and Roll Kids? No, okay. or but no, it wasn't. Um, was it, it one was, of Was was it no? Who was the it? Rock and Roll Kids were Irish. These guys were Danish. They won oh. in two thousand. Um, and obviously it went on and it was like remixed by DJ Sammy and stuff. So that's yeah, how I think that's how people. Um, it seems like a very Irishy what. song. We used to always like, because you know, play it on the tin on the tin whistle. Yeah, yeah. Fly on the wings of love, fly, baby, fly. I I only realized that earlier. It was the Olsen brothers. Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, it was the Olsen brothers. Um, Do you remember we've... Eric Shade from Sweden? No. He came third in 2011. Do you remember he had the song? He was like, I will be popular. I will be popular. And he was another little wet thing. <laughs> he was so, <laughs> he was so hot. And sorry, six degrees of separation from Dave. He ended up doing a song with Dave called Hotter Than Fire. Nice. He's so hot. I've, I have not heard the term wet thing in so long and that really made me happy. Um, He, it's a good tune, like. Yeah, we sent hey, two of Do you know, sorry, boys. do you know what he's another song that he does and it's like, put your hearts in the air, you gotta love being you, do it like I do. No? That sounds I like watch so big Rita vibes. Yeah, it, it's very, very of that time. Now, that's, uh, that's all I think about Eurovision. Do you have any parting thoughts? Do I have any? You're massively running out of steam, are you? I'm trying to think. Um, sorry, I with Ella, Ella, Nikki. I was trying to find out more about. So that was they did running scared. Do you remember running and na na na? And it kind of sounded like running down the stairs, but it was running scared. Yes. Um, they she uh, she lives in Enfield, North London. There was a whole thing that like apparently they Lovely actually hated station. each other, but their whole performance had to be like, um. Busy uh, yeah. Like they were supposed to be like, oh, we're in love and everything else. But like they apparently they hated each other. And I was trying to find out more information about that, but I couldn't. If anyone has any goss, let me know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I don't care about your one, Emily DeForest, that one with only teardrops. What a shite song. What is Lorene doing at the minute? Um, fuck I hope all. she still has those fringe. That fringe. 2020 to present. Return to music and upcoming Swedish album. Um, she she was obviously in the Netflix movie, um, and she's in another Netflix film called Winter Viking twenty twenty one, which is due to be released in twenty twenty one, portraying the main character's mother, and um, she's working. How old is she? A, how old is she? She's thirty seven. What the hell? In my head, in my head, right when I picture Lorene, it's it's Carly Rae Jepsen. I just realised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're not the same person, though, I will say. Are they similar? It's the fringe. It's that black it, yeah, fringe but it, it, for a while. It is, ju- it is just the fringe, I think. Yeah. Um, God, I just realised that now that all this time I've been picturing Carly Rae Jepsen and calling it Lorene. Hey, I just met you. They should submit her, in fairness. Um, yeah. I'm trying to... Sorry, I'm just scrolling through another list to see if there was anything else to say. Not really, I don't think. <laughs> Are you going to watch? So yeah. I've been hearing a lot of people talking about not watching it because of um, is like the Israel. is the Israel stuff, which I complete. Like I don't think I'm going to watch it anyway, just because I haven't in the last few years. I'm out of like the swing of it. I can't like I can't believe like Israel are hardly going to stay in it. Like you know what I mean? Surely, I feel yeah. like that's going to be a disaster. Like, actually, let's not get into this on this podcast. No, yeah. that's really not. Um, um, I like if I'm around. And it's on, I will probably put it on in the background. And then maybe Saturday I might give it more attention, but like I won't go out of my way to watch it. I will 
Nikki Tutorials is hosting for Netherlands, which is very exciting as well. Yeah, we love to see um, it. She, I've been loving like all of her like behind the scenes kind of bits and bobs. Um, yeah, that's it. Text us your favorite Eurovision songs, and we won't text you back. No, we will. Yeah, Except my mic. We might um, just slap your mic. Yeah. I'm thinking if I break my mic, you might let me go. Um, um, do you want some mini bandwagons that I just I just have some questions I want to ask you about. Right. Um, can you explain to me um, why people were shifting at the MTV Awards? Why so many people were shifting on the MTV Awards? For attention. Okay. Okay. Um, it was only it was Addison Rae and your man, and then the people from Outer Banks or something, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I saw a lot of. I've, pe- I've I saw, honestly like, two separate people. I was like, that's. I've too never. Many. I've never cared about anything less in my entire life than the yeah. MTV Music Awards or MTV Movie Awards and people kissing at it. Don't yeah. care. Okay. Um, Do you know that's only part two of the ceremony as well? They're splitting it up for some reason. Oh, for Ooh. God's sake. I think it's both the video and the Music Awards because it's just called the MTV Awards this year. So maybe No, like it's, it's, definitely the, it's definitely the Movie Awards. Oh, okay. Um, Hang on. Let me check that, but I'm pretty sure. What is this Backyardigan song? Why do I love it so much and where did it come from? castaways it's movie and tv awards yeah sorry i think i saw jen morris talking about this castaways and then i saw like a tiktok dance tutorial of the song it's everywhere now we are castaways what a a, an absolute bop backyardians has some tunes on it to make the world nice fill it up with ice it's um like a nickelodeon cartoon i don't know if they still make it okay castaways has two million streams Okay. Nearly three. The theme song is four. They have a 2005 album. I need to find out if they have that um, ice song on it. Make the world nice. Fill it up with ice. Oh, they came out with another album in uh, 2008. Look at the. Can you see this? Like, they yeah. look fucking lit. They're all in, like, suits and stuff. They are lit. Look at <laughs> they, look, they look particularly swag. Um... The backyardigans are not in their flop era. I wanted to talk to you about TikTok fairies as well, but I actually don't think I have the brain space for it. Um, we're no, doing. I don't want to allow the brain space. We are going on live that. on Instagram this Friday. Yes, we are. At 7pm. Yes. Isn't it? Hashtag advertisement. We're working with Essence to promote some of their new products. So we will be going live. So yes. please watch For the that first time since we cut our bangs on Instagram. We're back yeah. and we're doing we're makeup back this with, time. We're back with a bang. Yeah, we're doing makeup. Um, and then the floor is yours now. Um, I'm on Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast with Tanner and Josh again. By the time you listen to this, it will be out. Um, but in my head, it's tomorrow. But when as you listen to it, it will be today. Um, we're playing Pokemon Heart Gold and we had a right laugh and I was representing Man Wagons. <laughs> and Bree, I did you proud. That's all I'll say. I did you proud. Sorry, this um, hasn't happened yet. But yeah, okay. it has happened. You're manifesting that. No, it has oh, happened. It has happened. Oh, okay. We okay. recorded on Friday. Yeah. Oh, but um, okay. and what else? I'm. Uh, I was on Gotta Snatch Them All last week with Alex, which is a podcast about uh, Pokemon and queer culture, and I was very honoured uh, to be on that as an ally. And we had a good chat about Pokemon and um, other things. And it was very nice. And I would encourage you to listen. And then the podcast that I am not on, but was involved with is Invisible Threads, which comes from our good friend, James O'Hagan, who you might know from Sissy That Pod. Yep. Um, and it fe- it's an eight-part podcast, which features interviews with uh, older members of the LGBTQ community. And it's, I'm repeating myself so much, but I'm not exaggerating. It is absolutely incredible. Um, it is such a good series so emotional really powerful and just absolutely like a must listen uh for anyone yeah i'm gonna actually and you can get that you can get that on go loud or wherever you listen to your podcasts what a buzz and that's it what a treat this was what a treat absolutely breed i couldn't couldn't have said better myself yeah and i hope they enjoyed and i hope you are not too scared from a certain toilet from last week we much appreciate it oh my god um this has been Bandwagons. We are Bandwagons podcast on social media. Uh, follow us on Spotify to get all the latest episodes straight to you. If you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be really nice. Make sure it's nice. Um, this podcast has been produced by Collaborative Studios. 
if you want to support us on Patreon, uh, you can. We would love that. And um, for the low, low price of how much is it a month? It is five euro, five pounds or five dollars. You you can choose. It's five euro a month and you get a minimum of four bonus episodes every month, as well as some other uh, goodies. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? We I think so. Else? No, we don't know what we're doing this week for Patreon, but what's new there? Probably it'll be something great as usual. Getting a lot of good feedback on the Patreon content. A lot of people really enjoy the bonus episodes. Um, so thank you for that. We do appreciate the feedback on that. Yeah, we do really appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's it from us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Au revoir.